Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. Uh, just wanted to let everybody know uh, we're doing a few changes over here on our channel slash podcast. Uh, we will no longer be, <clears throat> excuse me, underneath the uh, title of Broke Boy Media. Um, we decided to change it over to Film Optics, and Optics is spelled with uh, it's O P T I X. Um, there, there's a lot of uh, broke boys out there, we found out, uh, especially on YouTube, and we kind of wanted to differentiate ourselves a little bit more, and we weren't very attached to the name of Broke Boy Media, so we decided to, you know, make an executive decision to uh, change the name. You know, we're still going to be on the same podcast. All of our previous um, reviews will still be there. It's just from this day on. Will be known as uh, Film Optics, and we're going to be reviewing uh, Parasite today. So that will be really, really exciting. But I just wanted to let everybody out there know. So this is officially our newest, um, the new podcast. We're keeping the same logo, everything like that. I just have to uh, change over some uh, Twitter links um, and links all together, but. Um, on Twitter, we're actually changed over right now to Film Optics or at Film Optics in general. So you can find us there. And yeah, let's just uh, get on with the show in general because I normally have like a little bit of a cold opening of the trailer and then we get into like our little intro. Um, but let's just get into the intro. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Don't know the power of the dark side. I've a tender spot in my heart. Cripples, bastards, and broken things. What about second breakfast? I have an army. We have a Hulk. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. This is a tasty burger. And tell him to suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. We're back. <laughs> we're here, hey. Devin. We're here. We're we're no mishaps. No mishaps. <laughs> no mics dying on us this time. It's all right. But um, so as I mentioned before, we are going to be reviewing Parasite today. <clears throat> uh, we both saw this over the weekend. We actually also saw the Lighthouse, but I don't know if we're going to be uh, recording for that one. Um, well, I saw it. I I I don't know if you're going to like it or not. It's it is a very divisive film in general. But anyway, uh, let's just get into our uh, review of Parasite here. So um, a quick synopsis would be uh, the unemployed family that's the main family. And I'm probably going to butcher the name of the family. It's the Kitakes uh, family. Well, I think I think their last name <laughs> is Kim. Kitake is the dad. Uh, okay, okay. So, let's just, for, for easy sakes, let's just say that it's the Kim family and you also have the Parks family. So, all unemployed, the Kim family takes a particular interest in the wealthy and glamorous Parks family for their livelihood until they get entangled in a unexpected incident. This was directed by uh, Bong Joon-ho uh, and stars Kang Ho-sung uh yo jung jo and so dam park and a few others i just those are like the easiest the ones that i can uh you know pronounce without butchering their names <clears throat> but um as i was saying before you know before our, our previous <laughs> recording got shut off um 
what were your initial thoughts about this, Devin? Um, you know, while seeing the trailer, like, did you have like high expectations? I guess like from the word of mouth more than from the trailer in itself, because this this movie honestly came out of nowhere for me. Yeah, it's actually crazy that a movie like this even has this much of an impact. Like, it's just a, a South Korean movie that came over here and it's just tearing everything apart and and uh, has reckless abandon for everything in its path. And all the hype that was building, all the people on Twitter that were talking about it for the past like few weeks. Even. Literally, everyone on Twitter has been talking about it. It's like, man, oh man. It, it was hard not to have some excitement build up after all the popular and uh, good opinions people had. Yeah, that is true. And it's kind of hard not to go see a movie like that, too, especially when everyone's, you know, um, talking about it so much on Twitter in general. But I mean, right now it's sitting at a 99% on Rotten Tomato for um, the tomato meter, and then the audience score is sitting at a 93. Uh, total count for verified ratings for audience score is up to 307, and the total count for the tomato meter, it's, <coughs> excuse me, 233 so far. So I think it's fair to say that this movie is doing very, very well. I had no clue what this movie was even about. I didn't even I didn't even watch the trailer. I just everyone's like, oh, I'm gonna go see Parasite. I'm like, you know what? I, I keep hearing about this, and I think when a film generates more popularity from a word of mouth on Twitter or honestly any social media, then I I, I think it's gonna be a, a a good a good seating, a good screening in general. But um, so let's just dive right into except uh, for Aquaman. Yeah, except for had a lot of word of mouth. <clears throat> that was well, it was it did really well in China. And I was like, okay, you know, like the Chinese market is huge, so it should do really well. A lot of some people liked it. I I feel like more people didn't like Aquaman than the people who actually liked it. I was like, mm. I mean, we saw we saw an early screening of it and I was like, Well, thank God for that, because <laughs> I was not uh I was I was not feeling that movie whatsoever. So uh, even like looking at this poster for the movie, it just looks so crazy. Yeah, it looks very eerie, and honestly, it makes you think it's a horror movie when it's not really at all. But. Yeah, because you know, like on the bottom left hand side, you have you know one of the characters' feet's kind of just there, and then you have like you know the dad, and then uh, the rest of the family in general with these this like black bar over their eyes in general. And I was like, whoa, this is like pretty freaking weird. But I was actually very um, skeptical to go see it just because it was a film that was all in subtitles. And I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to, I mean, I can watch, obviously I can watch a film with subtitles, but usually it's, I mean, I think the last thing, I mean, it, it was, it was kind of like the farewell, but the farewell is kind of like 60, 40, um, you know, English was about maybe 40% of it. And then 60% of it was, you know, them speaking in Chinese. Um, <clears throat> and I was just afraid I wasn't going to be able to follow along the story. Cause a, I had no clue what the story was about before going into the, the theater and to begin with and see, I was just, I mean, well, the theater that I wanted to go see it in isn't necessarily my favorite. <clears throat> um, this it's, it's kind of like in a high school, old high school auditorium. I mean, it's a very historical building here in town but um it's just um it's not my favorite and i was very i was actually a little disappointed that it wasn't showing at amc at least in my area but at least i got to see the film and that's all that matters 
So, <clears throat> so uh, let's just get into um, spoilers here and just, you know, uh, our general thoughts really quick. So I guess the cons of the movie, like what, what would you, I guess, um, <clears throat> well, so the genre of this is, it's saying that this is like a drum, the dramedy, like I think that you were saying before, like a dramedy com, uh, comedy with a, with a splash of thriller. A spl- yeah. Just a definitely. splash. Yeah. Um, so I guess like what, what attracted you to see this movie besides the word of mouth? It what? was pretty much just word of mouth. Like I no, we, we never would have heard of this movie if it didn't have all this traction. Like we never would have known it existed. That is very, very true. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I totally agree there because, you know, like I said before, and I apologize if I keep repeating myself, knew nothing about this whatsoever. But uh, so when it comes, um, I believe you were saying for the previous <laughs> recording that we had before it got cut off, you said that the uh, uh, the Kim, uh, the father of the Kim family was your favorite. Yeah, he definitely grew on me throughout the movie because he kind of started off quiet and wasn't really doing too much but then obviously towards the end he uh definitely picked up some steam and smells like what was it beets or whatever onions red onions or whatever the, they were the saying subway. the subway the yeah. subway yeah everything he's so conscious so conscious that, and also and just to let you guys know you know we're just gonna um hop into spoilers as well so if you haven't seen the movie from here on out turn back now then come back and listen to the rest of it but um yeah <laughs> him not smelling like the subway uh it really got to him apparently and then you know him, him killing Mister <laughs> Mister Park at the end. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh! Like you know, he's trying to reach for the keys that's underneath the old housekeeper's husband because there's a freaking bunker in this house, right? And it's just like no one knows about it besides the old housekeeper. But I really liked how the the name of the movie kind of like you know this entire family takes over. You know, the son meets. Um, you know his uh, one of his good friends comes over and he's like hey you know i can he's he's like hey he's like i'm studying abroad so i need you to help teach the parks family's daughter how to speak english and like, i guess okay. that's like that might be like the only negative i can think i just i want more information on the, that friend but yeah and he never showed it. back up he's like i'm going to study abroad and when i come back i'm going to ask um did he the, did he have parks... his whole family did he have his whole family working there too was it like the same thing that he right did. honestly i have no freaking clue that's a really good that's a really good question because it's seemed like seemed like it's a little bit more of a trend especially with um you know the kim family in general one it of was, my favorite lines is in the beginning he said the mom was simple <laughs> yeah that was pretty funny i think one of the funniest things when when i first knew that, that you know this is going to be a really good movie is when um <laughs> When uh, the the son of the Kim family was looking for Wi-Fi, and then he goes like yeah. literally to the end of the reach of like their bathroom, and <laughs> literally like praising Wi-Fi, right? Like <laughs> and <laughs> there's the dude who keeps being on the street. <laughs> that was really funny. But I I think I think that the number one defining moment is when you know, they're coming by for like um for uh extermination for bugs and their window is open and then someone's like close the window and the dad's like no don't close it 
Like, you know, because they, they have all these, like, bugs and roaches stink and stuff. Stink bugs. Yeah, stink bugs. It's, it's like, you know, it'll just pour into the house. and It's like free, like free, um... free, free extermination or something yeah. like that. It's so funny. And, and I think with this being a uh, Korean film, um, you know, with the subtitles, I think it does make it a little bit funnier because... I don't know. It's just the the humor in this was was great. It never skipped a beat. Uh, I never felt. And with the uh, with the extermination scene too, it's kind of funny because it kind of like, it it kind of worked on them because they're like the parasites, so they kind of got them out of that house. Yeah. And then into a different one. That's like how extermination could work. So let me ask you a question. So if this movie was just on Netflix like Roma, would you have given it a watch, or would or would you have? prefer to see it in a you know a theater with um other people uh i had a pretty interesting theater experience actually because oh right next to me there was a family who brought their i want to say it was no more than 10 year old child in the movie yeah this is is not a movie for 10 years it is rated r and i didn't know it was rated r until later yeah that's the the whole second half of the movie the mom was covering his eyes like well, I mean, the only yeah, like there's a lot of obviously like with the killing and whatnot towards the end, but even like the sexual references when yeah, that was Mister and Mrs. Kim like pretty much just you know doing their business on the freaking couch while their son's outside playing <laughs> um, cowboys and Indians, or he he loved being um you know uh, dressing up as an Indian with in in his teepee. I was like, that was like. Yo, what? <laughs> Was not expecting that whatsoever. But I mean, I don't know, man. There's just there's so many funny parts. It's so so much of the story. It's it's very very grounded, and you know the the son brings in his you know his um. Not his daughter. Wow, his sister. As, as soon as he brought in his sister, you you could like see where it was going. You're like, oh, that's that's funny. Well, it's gonna... yeah, it was funny, but like I didn't think that you know the sister was gonna bring in the father and the father's gonna bring in the mom. I thought it was just gonna be the brother and sister, and then I started obviously catching on. Was like, oh, okay, she's gonna bring in the dad because they're all all clearly looking for work. They're like dirt poor. And just, she, she did that other driver dirty. That was wrong. She really did, dude. She, I was like, I'm like, dude. I'm like, she's taking off her, her, you know, her, her underwear. I'm like, what is going on? And she's like, oh, I planted a seed. And then the fact that she, she literally just googled, um, what was it, art therapy for the prince's yeah. son. I googled art therapy and just <laughs> made the rest. Made up. up the rest. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. Like. I definitely think she was my favorite character, honestly. I I think I think the daughter was, um, of of the Kim family. But yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> they did the old uh the uh, yeah the they, old they set her up too. they set her up having t- tuberculosis. Oh and my it worked. god, that was crazy. Literally, they just shaved off like the fuzz of a peach and just like kind of sprinkled it on her back side so that she'll get. This any allergic reaction because you know whatever like I guess she I mean clearly she was very allergic to peaches <laughs> even when they're fighting over the um the the phone yeah he like rubs it all she rubs it all over she her face. she runs to the kitchen and she just takes a whole entire bag of peaches and just like shoves it in her face that's quite the weapon I was like oh my gosh that was fantastic. Oh my gosh. So, um, are, are there any cons that you wanted to, um, you know, get into? 
I know we've been talking a lot about you know how much we like the movie and whatnot, but was there anything else? I uh, mentioned the only one I could really think of was not getting more information on the friend that came in the beginning. Yeah, I I, I definitely would have to agree with that. Um, I don't think the pacing was off. Um, besides that con, uh. I mean, everyone, you know, pretty much had a, a nice little arc there with, you know, either them being alive or dead. I seriously thought that um, the uh, uh, Kim's son um, was dead. Because, I mean, that dude literally came up out of the freaking basement. Hit him with that rock twice. twice. That second one, I was like, oh, no. Literally, I was like, oh, man. Like, it, it just fell apart. And, you know, it's... I mean, I guess they kind of found out, you know, that the Parks family kind of found out that, you know, they're, you know, the Kims were all family in general because even when the Parks little, the son was saying that they all smell like each other and they're like, oh crap, you know, we all use the same soap. But I mean, honestly, I feel like, I mean, especially in their neighborhood, Honestly, like, I feel like a lot of people just use the same kind of stuff anyway. Like, if you just walk down the street and ask any guy, like, yo, you know, what kind of deodorant do you use? Like, I would say, like, nine times out of ten, they would, they would probably say, like, degree for men. Yeah. Like, honestly, but anyway. Don't use Old Spice. Yeah, don't use Old Spice. Uh, no. <laughs> don't use it at all. I had a little bit of an issue with it last year, and I stopped using it because I noticed... Uh, for those of you really quick, um, you know, there's <clears throat> Old Spice is being uh, sued for like five like million dollars or something like that because it's leaving a lot of um, burn marks or rashes underneath, you know, men's um, under um, underpits or underarms, whatever you want to call them in general. But um, yeah, don't use Old Spice. If you do, go buy yourself some new uh, deodorant there. But um, was there anything else? I guess, you oh, I guess sorry, one no? other con I could think of is... It was pretty weird that Kevin, the son, was like making out with the the park daughter because she was underage. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. Cause it was funny because his friend said <clears throat> the same thing he did. He's like, you know, as soon as she graduates from high school, as soon as she goes to university, I'm gonna ask her to be my girlfriend. Literally the same exact thing. Yeah. But it's like, all right, I mean, she's 17, but I didn't know how old Kevin was in general. Um, he, they, they just say he's college <clears throat> age. Yeah, so. and yeah, and I knew that he he was putting off college or didn't really want to go. I think, oh my gosh, really, really quick, one another funny part that just, or a really good part of the movie when um, when Jessica was uh, forging <laughs> forging the university. Um, the university letter in general. Yeah. Now everyone was like so impressed. <laughs> He's like, why don't you do this for a living? Why don't you actually go to college? He's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, man, I'm trying to think what else. Um, they didn't want to go over too much here. But um, I guess did you want to just uh, go right into scoring? Uh, got any positives? <laughs> um, any positives for me in general? Yeah, we went over like the <clears throat> negatives. Oh, so I mean, go into the stuff we liked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that. I'm sorry. I thought that I was. Ugh, I'm just like rambling on here. Um, I actually really liked the ending in general, where the you know uh, Kevin pretty much saves up money to buy the house that you know that uh, that the Parks used to own just for his you know 
his uh, his father to uh, well that's, that's what he wants to do but then they show at the end that he hasn't done it yet oh i thought it was the other way around i thought it was like a flash forward into the future i don't know and then it kind of flashes back to i took him. it i took it as like as he was writing he was envisioning this and then it showed him back at the old house oh man you know what well that just ruined it for him i'm just joking <laughs> You know, yeah, I can't, yeah, because I, I thought it was more of a, oh, you know, he, they're, they're showing what happens in the future as he's, like, writing to his father in the past for the, um you know, the Morse code under, underneath the steps, and, which, which was really freaking freaky, yeah, honestly. That was, that was heartbreaking that he had to do it every day, just hoping his son would see it. Yeah, like, he, like everyone's like, you know, he just disappeared in the thin air. I was like, oh, no, he is in that bunker. And it's like, how do you survive down there? In general, he, they showed him having to like sneak up to the fridge whenever the family was away. <laughs> he was like, they don't, they don't only drink bratwurst and beer. Oh the yeah, the, yeah, the, the the German family was it? I think it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I think I I really like the fact uh, when Mrs. Parks was explaining why um, their son, why they go away for their son's birthday, is because the old housekeeper's uh, um. Uh, husband kind of just like went up the stairs one day to try to get food and he thought he saw like a ghost and that was the reason why they go away for his birthday every and single year. And he had year. a seizure too, apparently. <clears throat> yeah. Which what is what happened at the end too. <laughs> See, at first I thought he just passed out like, oh my god. <laughs> like, this guy literally just came up and just with a starts, knife and blood all over his Just started his stabbing face. people like, out of nowhere. But like, that can happen like a, anyway. He did look like a ghost. He really did. And it's like, yo, where did this dude just come from? And then, you know, uh, Mr. Kim kind of just had his breaking point with, um, you know, his, his new boss, even though, I mean, I was kind of confused. I'm like, okay, so did you kill him because he said that you smelled bad? Or was it something more? Because it seemed like something it was, was... It was definitely something more. Yeah. And the way I see it, it was kind of like they were setting up the undertones for class being an issue in this world, obviously. That is very true. Yeah, because... He, did, he kept explaining how like people that were, were like them smelled all the same and smelled terrible. He's just like looking down on people that are less fortunate than him. and Yeah. He, especially when they were all hiding under the table. They kept talking about how bad he smells and the dad was just kind of like... That it, oh my god! That he was, was taking he was taking it so hard. He like it was just hard for him to hear. Yeah, in general, then it's kind of like, and then especially when um Mrs. Parks was in the car with him, and then she kind of like pu- pulls down the window and he like smells himself and it like, yeah, it definitely drives drives home with him for a little bit there, and even like towards the end with the birthday party when you know, he's um he's dressed up as you know like an Indian with uh Mr. Parks and he's like. Yeah, like, it's humiliating, but, like, Mr. Parks is like, hey, like, I'm paying you more than your average fee. He's like, just think of this as work, whatever, whatever. And I think that was kind of, like, the... Uh, it, it, they just don't aren't viewed as, as humans. Yeah, yeah, in general. Because, I mean, then, literally, <clears throat> they didn't know how to cook or clean. Like, even when they came back from, um, you know, the, um, the camping trip. And yeah, what was the food that she asked her to she, make? She asked she for ramen, like, but she said ramden. <laughs> and she was like, "What?" Uh, she was like, "What the fuck is ramen?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, it's it's ramen, <laughs> it's ramen." <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's just there's so many good parts, and like this this movie is just so well 
constructed together and i just i just absolutely loved it overall like and then i think like at the end like the the real breaking point for um the dad hmm. was when the other dad comes over to get the keys and like there's people all around him like that need help and saving oh yeah and then and he like kind of plugs his nose and like moves the, the guy the over. fact that he takes his time to plug his nose and and make a, a face that it smells weird when there's all this stuff going around yeah <laughs> like literally there's like a massacre happening in your backyard right now He's then, like, all you care about is, is the differences between us and, and how bad it smells. You don't care about anything else. Then he just snapped. Yeah, pretty much, because Mr. Parks was asking, he was asking Mr. Kim to get the keys, right, to throw to him, or was he asking to drive him? It's like, bro, there's like five people, like, injured or just dead in your backyard. What and, are you and doing? Mr. Mr. Kim is, like, trying to save his own daughter, and then the other dad just doesn't care. Yeah, like, do, do you think that, that the uh, Parks family, like, I mean, obviously, I'm assuming they ended up finding out, I think. Yeah, they did, because Kevin got probation for forging that uh, university-signed letter <clears throat> in general. So I'm assuming that they knew, and then, you know, the Parks family obviously moves out, and, yeah, like, they, they literally didn't know how to do, like, a single thing. I think the kids knew more than the parents. Yeah. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> well, I guess with all that being said, uh, was there anything else you wanted to touch on before uh, we get into scoring? I have what might be considered a bit of a hot take. Ooh, let's hear it. I think <laughs> the um, the things that this, the messages this movie was trying to get across as far as um, social differences goes and like class and class differences, I think they did a better job of expressing it than the Joker did. I had a feeling you were going to say that, too. I mean, because, I mean, God, okay, Gotham City is Gotham City. Like, you know, there's there's always some type of, you know, political struggle or just... It, it's, it's a crap town in general, but obviously people live there. So it's kind of like, yeah, like it's a metaphor. But I think I would definitely agree with you on that because obviously with the Joker, you know, it's focusing on pretty much one person. I mean, yeah, it kind of, it kind of focuses on the people around him, but... It focuses on how the system fails one individual versus an entire family in Parasite. So I, I would I would definitely agree with you on that. Absolutely. Yeah, and and for Joker, they, they were much more heavy handed about it. Like they actually had like dialogue at the end that was just like explaining what was going on. Yeah, which pretty. I think I think I think a lot of times when your dialogue has to explain what you're trying to portray, it doesn't come off as well as just showing it in the movie. Yeah, or, you know, like, if you're going to show it in the movie, make sure that it's a way that people can easily understand. You don't have to constantly you don't have to explain it to everybody. Yeah, I mean, like, hey, like, just in case you don't know what's going on, this is this, and this is this. Yeah, I know what you mean. It, it yeah. literally happens in a lot of these movies, because I feel like, you know, a lot of these directors, I mean, like, people in general out there are are not smart. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. They, yeah. they lack a lot of common sense. But um, yeah, man, I I totally agree with you on that. To be completely honest, but hey, I also I also love the dynamics between the um, Kim family and then the other family of the underground uh, husband and the the cleaner wife. Yeah, yeah, the housekeeper. Yeah, it's like know. it's like what happens in, in social divide is the people at the bottom end up fighting each other because they're trying to get to the top, and the people at the top end up benefiting either way. So it just 
it hurts everybody at the end. Yeah. And that's and what happened in this movie. Yeah, it's literally just a vicious cycle because, I mean, who ended up in the in the basement at the very end, which was, yeah, yeah <clears throat> was uh, Mr. Kim in general, which, yeah. And even, even, the, even the guy in the basement in the beginning, he, like, he, like, worshipped the dad of the Park family because when, when you're that, like, when you're that um, down low, like, you just get desperate and yeah, I mean, was, you, yeah, start, was, you start to you start to believe things that that aren't really true or aren't really good for you. Yeah, because he he worshipped that dad basically. Like even at the end, when he got stabbed, he was just like kneeling over him. Yeah, it was some weird stuff, man. It's the 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 uh, idolization of other people sometimes can be very dangerous because you know you start to view as them something other than human and. You know, they're they're and, and despite them not having your best interest in mind at all. Yeah, n- not at all. Like at no. <laughs> I th- I honestly think that the two parks kids had more of a better interest in mind for people. Um, you know, with uh, Jessica and Kevin that they were that they were studying with versus the uh you know the parents um of the parks family because they were just so oblivious, literally just like living in their own small little world. In general, and you know, even when uh, it's really quick, when uh, Mr. Kim was trying to recruit his wife, essentially, you know, trying to tell him all about it, and he's like, "Hey, he's like eyes on the road, eyes on the road." Like, I, you know, I, I get it. You know, you don't want to crash, but at the same time, he's, you know, trying to explain something to you. You know, kind of just like shrugging it off because it's, I mean, they're just number. It's 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 just a number figure. And, like, and he okay. also the dad kept saying throughout the movie he kept talking about not crossing the line or whatever. He kept saying that over and over again. Like, yeah. It's like he's he just thinks they're lesser than him and that they shouldn't shouldn't cross a certain threshold. A certain part. Yeah. yeah. Yeah man, it's it's some it's really really something to uh think about. And honestly, I would say um you know, if if this you know, if this comes out on Blu-ray here in the US definitely pick this up because this is easily my top five uh, for what I'm, I'm really looking forward to Oscar season because <clears throat> there's going to be so much so much hype the, yeah and, and it's I mean and there's so many good performances coming out I mean minus you know not counting like Jexy or Countdown you know all, I don't want to say joke films but the films that people aren't generally interested in like Black and Blue I will never go see that movie I will never watch that movie I know it just does not interest me whatsoever. <clears throat> but there's so many good, you know, movies coming up this year. And it's, I mean, like I'm, I'm seeing a early press screening of Harriet next week. On this coming up Wednesday, um, seeing Mother's Brooklyn, which looks really interesting. Like this, like now that October, October was kind of a dud. <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie, just because not everyone's into those types of, uh, you know, mood, uh, horror films. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, there really haven't even been any horror films this year in October. Yeah, I swear horror films kind of just come out when they want to, and it's like, oh, it doesn't really have to be around Halloween, which makes sense. But I mean, now I think we're getting into the good stuff like November, December, and then I feel like January is just going to be. I, I really hope Parasite gets the the Roma treatment where it gets nominated for best foreign film and best film. I I really it hope it does deserves too. Deserves it. I still haven't seen Roma. <laughs> me neither. But. I know um, <laughs> one of my uh, buddies down here, he's like, I literally tried watching Roma like 10 different times. And it wasn't that it was bad. It just, he just couldn't get through it. I think he stopped yeah, around the I, same I, part 
every I've tried time. it a couple times. <laughs> maybe I'll try it out today. Maybe not. I don't know. But uh, did you want to get into uh, scoring here really quick? Yeah. All right. So I guess, out of, um, so like just out of 100, what would you give this uh, film? I'm just going to copy Metascore and give it a 95. Oh, wow. Look at you. Um, I think that, I think that's around when I gave Joker. So I think you're right. I I will want to say I'm I'm just gonna give it the old. Uh, I think I think this is gonna be my first one, which it's it's the old uh, 99. Because hey. I couldn't really find you know I mean there's there's always flaws within every single movie, but I really did enjoy this you know and after the discussion that we had, it kind of changed my my mind for the score a little bit as well. So it's I mean it's. It's 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 a darn near perfect experience that I think everyone should watch, and you know even if you're not the biggest person when it comes to subtitles like me, I mean it, I mean honestly it really it it makes you pay attention to the movie more. Yeah, like I, I told you, like I never see movies that are full of subtitles. I guess the only one that was even close was The Farewell, but that was probably mostly English. Yeah, yeah, and I and I really didn't enjoy that movie, and I was like, you know what, let's um. Let's let's give this a shot, and I'm I'm glad that we did. But um, it really it really was a roller coaster the whole yeah. time. It, yeah, like you and you didn't know how it was gonna how it was going to end. It was not predictable at all. It wasn't just like a romantic comedy kind of like oh I'm like you know only a few people find out at the beginning and then everyone knows at the end and then you know it's like okay what the worst thing is that they could happen is that they get fired. It's like okay, that's not much of a repercussion. No, there was definitely more of a repercussion here. Yeah, I actually really like the Tarantino comparison you made as far as the ending goes because that really is how he usually does it with his endings. Yeah, it was because everything just comes to a halt and and stuff gets crazy. You're gonna go see um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again for those extra ten minutes. Ten ten minutes. Ten minutes. We are no out. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just gonna wait for it to come on Blu-ray. I really don't know why they didn't just. Say hey, here's the extended edition, and you can Endgame buy them really started a bad trend with that one. <clears throat> yeah, they really did. They really actually no, it was even before Endgame. Um, a Star is Born, it came yeah, back yeah, out in theaters. They're like, really oh, come back out and see theaters. it for an extra ten minutes. Like some people might, and I get why Avengers did it because they wanted to really, really be Avatar. But I mean, come on, people. It's just I I just hope they don't keep doing it because it's annoying. I I agree. Like I I mean I have Spider Man Far From Home and I'm like I'm like searching through the menu to see if I can find this extra scene. I'm like why didn't they just add it into the Blu-ray? Like oh do you want to watch the theatrical version or the extended version? It has a little bit more text on. It's like that's so much better and so much easier, and you know not a waste of everyone's time because it's like once upon a time in Hollywood. Like you really I mean. Unless you've only seen it like once, you really think people are gonna go back for like to uh for sit down for three hours just to see another extra ten minutes of stuff. I mean, there's that there's that Alita guy who saw Alita for a hundred times. That was maddening and just insane <laughs> in general. My God, but um, yeah, I guess this is a first successful uh, film optics uh, podcast. Um, also, so, our first our first like real foreign film yeah yeah because we we didn't we didn't review uh um we didn't review the farewell and we did not review uh roma either so yay on us <laughs> we're so i, I feel cultured. i feel so cultured yeah. right <laughs> i was gonna go buy some uh rosetta stone start learning some korean and 
He's like, you know what? I'm going to watch this movie with the subtitles off. Yeah. <laughs> so I can really it. learn. <laughs> but um, well, as always, Devin, uh, thank you for coming on. Um, and everyone at home, uh, thank you for listening. This was a little bit longer of a review, but I'm glad that we did it in general because there was a lot to talk about with this movie. The movie generally, um, I think, ran for like, what, two hours and 15 minutes around there. So um, definitely a deep dive discussion was necessary uh, necessary for this. But just to let you guys know that you can follow us um, at Film Optics um, over on Twitter. Uh, optics, again, is spelled O-P-T-I-X. And um, you can also listen to this recording or this podcast in general on Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, uh, Anchor as well, and the whole nine yards, Stitcher, you name it. Pretty much on every popular, uh, we're on every popular um, platform as of right now. And um, I guess we'll see you guys in the next one. Don't forget to leave a rating um, if you like this either on iTunes. It really helps out. Um, we really want to get some honest feedback about you know um, our podcasts and our reviews moving forward because we would like to uh, expand and we want people to hear what we have to say about these movies. So, um, yeah, you can also follow us. Um, I think it's still under Broke Boy Media on youtube but that's gonna quickly change here within the next few days just have to change a little few things around but um i guess that's it and we will uh see you guys in the next one peace